With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. You know what's funny? Uh, we all saw the same thing on Twitter and reacting to it. You know, the uh, was it Tuesday? Today's Today, Thursday or Friday? What day is Thursday? Today? Today's Thursday. Okay. There's uh, two NFL games tonight. There's a bunch tomorrow night, uh, including we think we'll get a chance to see Deshaun Watson tomorrow night with, with, the, with the Cleveland Browns. Um, we were talking with Cooper Cup at the end of Tuesday's show. We replayed some of it for you yesterday. And he's, I, I don't think it's just outwardly, it's not an act in terms of appearing to be humble. I think he literally is humble. The juxtaposition of that and the tweet that um, that uh, was just put out, a quote from um, Antonio Brown on Antonio Brown's own Twitter handle is, quote, my biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet 
or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. It definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing my own victory lap around the Jets stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what it was like for you all to see something like that, like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Well, I love the use of Red Rocks. I, that, that definitely resonates with me. I would, um, I would say, um, uh, yeah. Like, honestly, Antonio Brown was a very good player. Maybe even to the point of being a great player. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something here, which Byer, I'm, I'm gonna, I want your opinion on. I think in five to seven years, he'll be mostly forgotten. You know, be, because yes. there are so many incredible wide receivers. He was great, but for a shorter period of time. And because of the clown show that it became, like, we're not going to go like, nobody's going to go back and go like, man, all, the all-time greats, Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Antonio Brown. Like, that's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Am, am I, am I, and, and I, yeah, it's because not just be, go ahead. Even the greats that, that were, um, you know, Calvin Johnson was just enshrined into the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, about a year ago, and we kind of moved on from Megatron. You know, I I think of like, you know, Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. While as great as they are, you know, not just re- not really discussed. Yeah, and Marvin Harrison was amazing. Yes. Marvin Harrison was amazing, amazing. And one reason I think Marvin Harrison is not discussed is because of the off the field after the career was over thing, right? That when it was something with a knife or a gun in Philadelphia or whatever, but it was just like a weird ending when we hadn't heard Hyde nor hair. Like he was not a guy who we ever heard in the headlines when he was in indie playing. And it was just kind of a weird ending. And he just kind of got swallowed up by the wide receiver era too. Yeah. It's these, that position, 26 players last year had thousand yard receiving yep. seasons. Yep. And so you want to talk about? I mean, and he and he was great. If we are going to remember him, we are going to remember him for the crazy stuff that he yeah. says he doesn't regret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it's going to be. I mean, we have Steve. I, Steve Smith is as good a wide receiver. I mean, he was I mean, incredible, incredible. Part of it also, I will I will tell you this is um, television really helps you in terms of crafting the narrative of your career. And Chris Carter was great, and he was great for a long time. I don't know if he was Hall of Fame great, but I do believe one of the big reasons he got into the Pro Football Hall of Fame was he was on TV for a long time, and we'd constantly see Chris Carter and Chris Carter highlights. You know, mm-hmm. it just does. It makes you have a different view of their uh, of their career. So I think it's um, going to be like a Chad Johnson situation, where like the caricature that he creates after his career and how ridiculous he is will overshadow, I think, maybe anything he did on the field. I think uh, Antonio Brown was more accomplished than Chad Johnson, but Chad Johnson at his peak was the best receiver in football, wasn't he? Um, in the conversation, because he was the Megatron yeah. era. Megatron was right there. There's there's, there's others as well. Um, I just think there's a point which you, you cross over. It's like that point of no return to where like, eh. Chad Johnson's problem was he went to New England and he failed. You know, he went to New England and it was a disaster. And so it was a, there's a guy who can only be dynamic on a team, on one team with one quarterback where they let him kind of do his thing. He couldn't fit in with the, with the Patriots. 
Do okay, you guys, let me ask, do you guys remember real fast what year it was exactly when uh when Jesus got on a plane and flew to the United States to Colorado? John, you're good at music. When uh, Jesus came to Red Rocks in Colorado to perform, do you remember what year that was? <laughs> Don't believe there. Yeah, yeah. There was was it was it one A.D. or something like that? I, I, yeah, he was. <laughs> I think actually, Antonio uh, this, Brown. This, made this is a weird. This is a weird aside, a weird aside. But I was actually watching something on Discover last night or yesterday afternoon, on on Jesus on how there's another Bethlehem that's actually in the north of Israel, and that that Jesus might have actually been born like uh, at negative four A.D. Like, wait, what? Like our whole calculation was off. That's so weird. It was. It was. It was really interesting. But it was kind of mind blowing in it in all this discovery about the year he was actually born was four years before they say he was actually born. Right, because zero is supposed to be the year, right? Correct. Yeah, right. zero. Yeah. Yes, we start trying. So if Jesus was born before Jesus was born, then where we've been counting all screwed up to begin with. So then, is it like twenty twenty six? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. Or or do we just credit Jesus with he was older than perceived? I don't, because the the tracking is that King Herod was still alive when he was born, and King Herod by zero A.D. with the year we count as zero, King Herod was actually dead. So that that there lies the research. Maybe A.B. meant the great man Jesus Jones. I that's possible. You know that could have been. He just left out the Jones <laughs> part of it. Well, you remember you remember when that, the Beatles came over? They played yes. Shea Stadium. Then yeah. the next night they played Red Rocks. That's what happened. Yes. <laughs> right. They I've played got, acoustic socket stock at, uh, They played acoustic set at Red Rocks. That's, I got Beatles, Stones, then Jesus Jones, and. <laughs> Um, then you too. And... <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I, I distinctly remember thinking that King Herod's going to make it into the show at some point today. <laughs> I'm not sure how. I got all kinds of King Herod trivia for you if you want during my time spent in Israel. Okay. Um, uh, let me ask you guys this. Okay. This is Jay Stu. You're perfect. I want to, I want a sort of serious answer. Right? don't, don't do the, don't do the blind date thing where you're, you're deadpan and, and dry. <laughs> You mean like Let, I just did to, to Ramos on the yes. Yeah. Let's let's do your Tua Tungavailoa, and they ask you about Tom Brady, the interest, the the Dolphins' interest in Tom Brady. What would your answer be? Um, I'm not here to talk about the past. I mean that's that's history. Um, I'm I'm looking forward here. We got a new coach, a new group, a new team. Whatever happened before me, I I can't control. Okay, uh, Dan Byer. I would say uh, I, I would trade myself for Tom Brady. Absolutely. Anytime you get the GOAT, uh, who wouldn't do that deal? I like that one. Here, here's what Tua said in regards to the team's interest in Tom Brady over the years. I think they were doing that in 2019, but then I came in 2020. So, I I mean, they picked me. So, I I mean, so, so 2020, it's 2022. 20, I mean, I'm still here. So, yeah. So, I mean... I'm still here. I, to me, that's all noise at this point. I do think it's all noise. I, I love Bayer's answer, too. Like, right? Like, listen, I, I think I could be pretty good, but that guy's been to 10 Super Bowls and he's won seven of them. Like, that's not, that's not crazy. You could say, like, it's not like they were opining for, you know, pick. You know, it wasn't like they wanted to move mountains to get Geno Smith, you know, or Drew Locke. Who Bayer cannot stand. I, mean, I just... No, Drew Locke's that is that not, I actually want him to start, but... 
I just when didn't that think... trade was made, you're like, they don't. No, want my Locke. point. My no, my point was he had no value. Like the value was the Broncos got Russell Wilson, which then makes Drew Locke not a valuable piece to the Broncos at all because Russell Wilson is going to be their starter. So when you're trying to get assets in return for a trade, they have to get rid of Drew Locke or just move on from him. Like there was no value for it because Russell Wilson was going to be their starting quarterback. That was my problem with it. Like three three players in return. Well, yeah, well Drew Rock Locke was going to be a player. That was my that was my problem with it. I got it. I got I got it. Um, my response would have been some, I wouldn't have done the years thing because they wanted Brady this past off season too, right? That was kind of, that was part of it when they wanted Sean Payton. Like this has all kind of been discussed. Um, but it's, it's like, here's what it's like when I was in college, um, I had, I, I was asked by a couple people if I was on steroids, I took that as because I never, I've never touched anything in terms of illegal drugs in my life, um, especially performance enhancing. Um, but I, I looked at that as like I'm, I'm honored. Like you'd think that that to me is is wow. You must have gotten so big that people think that you're on performance enhancing drugs. That's the same thing with Tua Tagovailoa. Like, look, dude. If, if again, it's like Dan Byer said. If you can trade me for for Tom Brady. Hey, I, I I can't really fight that one, right? So, I I think the uh, 2019. I'm not really sure. I'm still here. The I'm still here thing is like that's kind of what Jay Stu you said, which is like, look, it's past. Whatever happened in the past is in the past. You could also point out, go like, hey, look, that's Tom Brady. They played against Tom Brady twice a year, at least every year for 20 years. Who wouldn't want Tom Brady on their team? I, I would. I, I could learn from a lot from now. That was before I got here. And then if we're honest, when I first got here, I'm coming off of debilitating hip surgery, right? And so maybe I hadn't performed as well as I'd like to perform, but I got the opportunity now. I got a team around me now. I got a coach who believes in me now. And all that matters is now. I think there's a, that's actually the mixture of what he said, what Jay Stu said, and what Byer said. I don't think he butchered it. I understand how uncomfortable it is, but it is something that he's answering, and I think he did an okay job. He could have done a great job with it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, 
the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb show rolls on Fox Sports Radio. Feel the Dreams Part Deux is uh, coming up tonight. I want to discuss that in about, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. But first, speaking of baseball, let's get to it. It's time for That's Baseball. It's most people's favorite part of the Doug Gottlieb Show, where we find unique things that can only happen in baseball because they don't actually make sense. Like this one. 42-year-old Albert Pujols had four hits and a home run in the Cardinals' win over the Rockies. He's the second oldest player to accomplish that, as 44-year-old Sam Rice had four hits and a home run against Cleveland in 1934. How do you explain a guy who looks like 
well, anyone you'd see in a Rex softball game any day of the week, still collecting hits and hitting bombs? That, my friends, baseball. That's baseball. All right, so last night, um, Braves' top, top prospect in the organization, Vaughn Grissom. Great name. Great name. Vaughn. Maybe he's named after Ricky. Maybe. He was called up uh, to make his Major League debut last night in Boston. In his third at-bat in the big leagues, he smoked a ball out of Fenway onto Addison Avenue. First Major League hit. This is his first Major League home run. He said he didn't even feel his body. How do you explain that? Your first hit in Fenway Park, getting out of the yard? That's baseball. That's baseball. And then there's this one. Cardinals prospect Chandler Chandler Bing, Chandler Redmond, did something in a baseball game in AA Springfield last night. You almost never see. He hit for the home run cycle. Seriously. Solo home run, two-run jack, three-run jack, and a grand slam. Same game. It's only been done... Uh, in the modern era, in 1998, a guy named Tyrone Horn did it in Double A. How do you explain that? It's baseball. That's baseball. Oh, yeah. the Dusty's the best. So I've said that for years, and um, I emcee this event called the, the Pump Foundation Gala and Dinner. It's actually a, a week from Friday in Beverly Hills. The Pump Twins, they actually work across the street from us in Sherman Oaks. They raise money for cancer research. And Dusty is at the party the night before. And, you know, like I happen upon him and I introduce myself. I know who you are. And, I mean, could not be a better dude. And I, like, felt so bad about it. But, you know, it is an expression in baseball. Anyway. Yes. Well, I, I love that. I love it. Like, yeah. It's almost like the Lou Brown, right? When he was asked to manage manage the big club. I don't know, Charlie. I got a guy in the other line about some white walls. I had to get back to you on that one. Chandler Rome of the Houston Chronicle had the uh, the tidbit on Baker. Baker said that he watched a Bob Marley documentary on Netflix. Solid. So, I've seen it. That's good. But so inter- good? But interesting that he could get Netflix. But he couldn't could, get Peacock. Yeah, but couldn't get Peacock. So that's how it worked out for uh, Dusty Baker. Pirates and Diamondbacks scoreless in the third. Royals have just taken, uh, extended their lead against the White Sox. 3-0 in the seventh inning in Kansas City. Big news from the NFL. Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady will be away from the team through next week as he tends to a personal matter, not returning until after the August 20th preseason game against the Titans. Cleveland.com reporting that the Browns would consider Jimmy Garoppolo if Deshaun Watson's six-game ban is increased on appeal. The NBA is retiring Bill Russell's number six league-wide. Players wearing number six right now will be grandfathered in. That includes Lakers forward LeBron James. Doug? Back to you. A couple things here. I, it always struck me as odd when he went to six. Like, did he not know that Bill Russell wore six? He, he never really gave credit to six being Bill Russell's number. That one was weird. Super weird to me. I thought he did it for the uh, girl on Blossom. That's uh, <laughs> That was a nice... That's legitimately that's a, funny. Wasn't that it was very... That was legitimately <laughs> funny. That was a number with six? <laughs> was it really a number six? What? I mean, I'd take your, I take if it wasn't, I would take your word for it. No, was, the, was the girl on... The the girl on Blossom was six. Yeah, that's yes. what we were saying. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. But his, <laughs> but his team his team USA jersey was six. I think that's why he wore it as well. But just the the I, but it's it's a little bit like his thing with 
the shop being, hey, I invented barbershop conversation. Like, I'm the first guy to wear oh. six. Like, hmm. They should call it know, fake haircuts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody actually gets their haircut? No. Like, like, it's so, like, I don't mind the setting. Like, we understand. We get it. We get it, yeah. But you don't have to bring people in there to shave the back of your neck. Like, that's that's what happens. Like, nobody has ever walked in front and trimmed someone's bangs on that show. It has never happened. They should, though. Well, yeah, they can't because they block the camera. You got to be behind. You know, like, that's... They should call it shaving someone's neck or <laughs> fake it is, haircuts. It is important, though. It's really important to get that neck cleaned up. Like, I'm, you know, it's a big thing to have your neck I know. cleaned up. There, that, there have been it. more haircuts in the Fox Sports Radio studio <laughs> than there has been on that show. Is that, that correct, Dan? Yeah. That is true. Yes. Um, tonight, guys, in the cornfields of Dyersville, Dyersville Iowa, Major League Baseball uh, pays. Uh, Homage to the movie Field of Dreams for the second annual Field of Dreams game. Last year, remember you had the White Sox and the Yankees tonight. You got the Cubs and the Reds. Now, this one feels to me, to me like Caddyshack 2, Basic Instinct 2, <laughs> Speed 2, Major League 2, Weekend at, weekend at Bernie's 2. My dad was so fired up about Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> You know, Weekend at Bernie's is a movie built with based around. It's a one joke movie, right? <laughs> Bernie's yeah. dead, and they're trying to pretend like he's not dead for a weekend. Right? Teen Wolf two based around one premise, right? That Michael J. Fox at the time was a werewolf and trying to protect, hide his hidden identity. Right? This I the yet the Reds and the Cubs. Like that that's the best you could do? And just why did it work last year? You had the Yankees, but you also remember you were coming out of a pandemic, right? So you wanted people and Iowa was this weird state that like never shut down during the pandemic, but it was like a celebration of being out of the pandemic, back baseball in front you got the Yankees there who were like bigger than life characters, and you had the White Sox, and that's part of the move, the lure to the movie, right? With shoeless Joe Jackson, who who played on the White Sox. Again, I'm not sitting here demeaning baseball. I just, this one could have been better. And, you know, it's it's like, what happened? Didn't they replace the mom in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? <laughs> yes. Right? It's like, you start replacing main characters. And that's when you just lose people. And when it's a, hey, kids, we're playing in a cornfield, cool for a year. Feels like they could have moved this thing around, like right? Like Portland Pilots, they have that cool stadium downtown Portland. Play a game there. You know, play the game in a minor league park. But to do it once again at the Field of Dreams game because it was such success and then bring in the Reds and the Cubs, like, eeh, I just... What would be wrong with having the White Sox as the staple? Just, they were the nothing. team in the dang movie. Well, <laughs> just right? have teams, like... Red Sox, White Sox. That, that well, would be it, cool. The idea is that, that lots of people in Iowa are Cubs fans or, or yeah. White Sox fans. How yeah. the Cubs play the White Sox? But you got to have you got to have some sort of consistency. And I don't know this one. This is a swing and a miss for I, me. I, I I love it, and I and I think part of it is hey, who's going to watch the Reds and Cubs if they were to play you know in Cincinnati or Wrigley? Let's throw them at let's throw them at Field of Dreams and have people watch that. Like I don't. I, I think it's great, and I think that it's something that people from Iowa, 
you know, our own Iowa Sam on staff here at Fox Sports Radio. Uh, this is something that they look forward to, you know, have looked forward to all summer and looked forward to last summer. I think it's, I, I think it's just really cool. It's I do too. Off and it looks amazing. It, on TV, it's a, it's a great yeah. aesthetically. It looks amazing, right? So did uh, Indiana Jones Four, ah. right? <laughs> Indiana Jones Four, you CGI. It was way more advanced than Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Temple of Doom, which was awful, and Last Crusade. We named the dog Indiana. But Indiana Jones Four was like, well, we're just going back for more money. That's what they're doing here. <laughs> just going back, going back. For yeah, and it, well, you're right. It was a it was a great game last year. It was awesome game. Yes, it. Really was, but it not, is a cool video, video. Hit one visual, hit one in the cornfield, right? Yeah. Have you ever been? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. See, no. I was I was once. Uh, I stopped on my way out as I was moving to California from Wisconsin, so it was an easy drive. It's not necessarily super easy to get there from where I was in Wisconsin because it's not like main highway just drives by. In the in the field, it's not just right off the exit. There it is. Like you have to kind of drive through Dyersville to actually get to the to get to the site. But now there's there's this proposed Field of Dreams complex that Frank Thomas is a part of that is going to completely take the charm out of the actual site. You're going to have like ten baseball diamonds uh, deeper in the cornfield. Oh, and, screw that! Yeah, it, merchandising, it's, merchandising. It, it, the kids will love this yeah, one. It's really actually Field a shame. of Dreams, I, the flamethrower. I mean, if anything's going to ruin it, it's going to be that. Such an American thing to do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wordle's uh, cool. But, Let's do 10 different versions yeah, of Wordle. Yeah. You know what? Let's put a Starbucks, um, a Starbucks, a Chick-fil-A, and a Canes. Next, Canes and Chick-fil-A next to each other, right there in the cornfield. Right there. <laughs> yes. Right? By the way, yeah. tell me uh, Kevin Costner is not going to do the intro. <laughs> and the one thing last year that really annoyed me. <laughs> was his 20-minute uh, intro that could have been two minutes, um, and him just walking on the field and taking forever. I remember when he did uh, Vin Scully's, I think, final game. There was like a tribute to Vin, and they let Costner do do that, and he took forever there too. It's like somebody's got to put a stopwatch on this guy. <laughs> Kevin Costner is the master of the baseball movie, though, yeah. right? Yeah. You got Field of Dreams, Bull Durham, and then For the Love of the Game. Was he in any of the other ones? There's another one? Well, Tin Cup is the other sports yeah. movie, right? Well, and Draft nailed. Day. Draft Day, yeah. Draft Day. Draft Day. It'd be good to be the sports movie guy. I could be, a, I could be an actor and a sports movie guy. Actor, movie Speaking of, of, yeah. of that, Winning Time, you know, the Lakers HBO show, the lady who was, I forget her, her name, but she was, you know, Jerry Buss's, like, you know, right hand and was kind of mentoring Jeannie Buss. This is a daughter in Field of Dreams. Yes, yes. Gabby oh, wow. Hoffman. That's her name. Okay. Yeah, you would know more than I would. Gabby but. Hoffman. Yeah. A She's a great actress, by the way. I don't know if you guys have seen, um, what is that uh, Amazon show about the transition father uh, who got canceled? Now I'm, I'm way Jeffrey out Tambor? there. Was that who it was? Yeah, there it is. She yeah. was in that. She okay. was great in that. Good call there. It's a good pull. That is a good point. Now, so what happens with HBO Max shows now that HBO Max is going away? <laughs> that is a that is the craziest thing going on with that. I mean, the fact I that, thought that I thought that people liked HBO. I Max. thought they did too. And the, the, what they don't like is Discovery Plus. So why would you really? <laughs> you know, 
That's they're Discovery, merging them, right? Discovery Plus looks like it has a lot of awesome stuff that I just haven't subscribed to. Exactly. Well, I haven't subscribed Discovery to Discovery Plus is like one of those, man, I really want to watch that show. And they're like, but, eh, <laughs> but I'm not going to subscribe. It's like that book that I bought that's sitting on my bedside <laughs> table. Like, man, I'm really going to dig into that one. What, there's a ball game on? I'll start reading tomorrow uh, or next month. So true. Coming up next, uh, Brady Quinn said something about the NFL's handling of the Deshaun Watson case. It's really interesting. I'll play it for you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is 
finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, in most annoying, I didn't actually pay attention to the World of Sports tweet of the day. I give you Tremont Nicholson, who says, Doug, or actually at Gottlieb Show, you and your crew should follow the humility movement and acknowledge that you are unclear of the black barbershop experience. LeBron didn't claim to invent the barbershop as entertainment. Ask Ice Cube and Martin Lawrence. Talking is the black barbershop experience. Actually, yes, he did. Tremont, pay attention. In terms of humility, nothing is less humble than uh, than trying to trademark and sue for others. Remember, Nick Saban had some form of barbershop talk on Alabama's website, and LeBron James's company sued. Like you, this is not monopoly, and you haven't monopolized that those couple of blocks of barbershop talk. Uh, also, by the way, should be pointed out, like, you don't really own the barbershop experience. You know, I've been to Puerto Rican barbershop. I go to Mexican barbershop now. Barbershop talk is barbershop talk. We all get it. We're all kind of in on it. So, uh, we're, we're, uh, because we're white, we're unclear on the black barbershop experience. Like, no, pretty clear on it. Dan's point was nobody actually gets their hair cut, Right. You could just as easily do it. It's like, um, what is that? Comedians in cars with coffee. Because yes. you guys ever watch that, right? Yeah. Like they actually at least have coffee. And then it's basically the talking and the telling your own personal story, yep. which is, which is all you need with LeBron's shop. Somebody actually getting their haircut, but I'm not, I'm not where buyer is like getting your neck cleaned up is important and you should have it. You should have a bi-weekly neck cleanup. I really feel that way. Now, if you're not a hairy neck guy, you're just blessed. I, I don't think Bayer does not have a hairy neck. He's not like a werewolf like like guys like me are. So I got hair growing in places it shouldn't be growing and not growing in places it should be growing. So the buyer cannot understand that level of, of what's going on. <laughs> it's also obviously set up as a set. Like if it was the barbershop experience, then show up at 2 o'clock in the afternoon on a bar at a barbershop with windows, people walking by, coming in and coming out. It is a made for TV show. The problem that I just have with it is they try to pass off these haircuts as being real haircuts. But we get the point. Like we you don't have to fake a neck cleanup. That's my point. Okay. I like that. By the like way, that. Doug? Yes. Yeah. Eight years ago, uh in the infancy of FS one. Okay. I was asked to uh, help out in producing a show that they, they were generating original programming and a, a barber next to Yankee Stadium, uh, Dominican barber, did a, had a Dominican barber shop and all, the, all the guys came by and they filmed it in a barber shop where he did haircuts. It was called Back of the Shop. You can Google it right now. It was uh, eight years ago. <laughs> uh, Brian tweets us. 
at the Dallas underscore star. Indiana Jones movies are classics, all of them. No, don't say all of them. Indiana, no one, no one considers Indiana Jones for a classic or even a good movie or even pretends like it existed. Right? <laughs> one in three, good, very good. Well, Two like, and four, you, not good. Back in the days of the DVD set, you wouldn't go out, you get the Indiana Jones trilogy. They wouldn't throw in the fourth movie. They pretend like it didn't exist. <laughs> They would, that's what they would do. Check out the latest lines of World of Sports. Bet River Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Got to be 21. Present in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, or Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's get to what the Fox And has. now. <laughs> Brady Quinn, um, he's on a show. If you haven't the morning show, it's almost, are they a year in now? It feels like they're almost a year in now. It's called Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. It's really good, especially football season. You got Brady Quinn, you got LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox. That's the two pros, Cup of Joe, Jonas Knox. See what they did there. A lot more creative than we did with the Doug Gottlieb show. Anyway, Brady Quinn said this about the NFL's handling of the Deshaun Watson situation. Why did it take them this long to get to this point? I agree. Like, my God. I agree. Like, they could have started this back in the summertime it wouldn't have gotten to the point where now the NFL's like, oh, wait, Cleveland's going to actually start him in a preseason game. Uh, well, 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 we don't want that either. We better have an immediate suspension for a year. I mean, <laughs> it didn't need to drag on like this. I mean, it's just the whole thing is confusing, at least from the standpoint that it's gotten this far with the NFL. Like, uh, you know, some part of me really does feel like they were testing the waters to see what the public perception was of Deshaun Watson's situation. And and once the six-game suspension was thrown out there, they're like, oh, well, that, that didn't go well. We better, uh, we better revisit this. Hey, Raj, can you go get your guy, your PG Harvey? Can you get Pete to come in here and then rule on this because you know he's going to do exactly what you said? Yeah, we got that. Okay. I mean, it's almost like uh, you know, Raj Goodell and, and the rest <laughs> of the NFL was surprised that the rest of America was like, wait a second. This dude's only getting six games. You got twenty-four different women accusing him of this, and he's only get—he's only getting six games. You have to be thinking to yourself, why would they start this process sooner so they wouldn't be rushing now or wouldn't be put in a position where they need to be like having a decision come soon to ensure that he doesn't get on the field in any capacity, preseason or regular season. I'll offer up this as a kind of educated opinion here. It's because the process takes a while. I mean, the first thing was that the NFL was very cautious on when to go and let the former judge hear the initial case because there were other accusations coming out. Like that did happen. There were other accusations coming out. So when other accusations come out, right? They didn't want to have like, okay, we hear about four. They heard four cases because one dropped off. It was supposed to be five. And then all of a sudden there's more. In addition to which he was kind of buying time with negotiating, um, you know, settlements with, with most of these women. And lastly, like they were involved in negotiations. So this didn't become a hearing. And then you just have to wait. You know, everything had taken place in July and they just had to wait. That's all. So I I understand our need for an answer right now, but processes take time. It just does. And when you rush things, you miss things, or when you skip things, then, then, you know, somebody can come back at you and they can, I mean, look, if if you look at what Roger Goodell has said, we're not in any way impugning the process that the arbitrator went through. Not in any way. 
we're just it it's only in the punishment and the severity and length of the punishment. That's it. So that would be the answer to Brady. Let's get to what Colin Cowherd said about the Patriots. New England had for years guys that had a feel for it. Skarnecki, I've gone to YouTube and watched these Dante Skarnecchia YouTube videos when he talks to other coaches. He's just got a feel for offensive line. Hands, leverage, hips. Josh McDaniels, a brilliant offensive mind. Derek Carr hasn't thrown an interception in camp. Derek, Josh McDaniels has a feel for it. Um, and Brady, obviously, pre-snap is as good as anybody in the history of the league before the ball is snapped, moving pieces around. You start looking at New England now. They have no feel. They're becoming the Steelers. The difference is the Steelers at least draft the offense well. They, they have drafted through the years tight ends, receivers, backs. New England can't draft it. I don't know if they can develop it. And they can't even buy it. And you, you can say, well, I mean, the call. I think the four things that matter in offense, do you draft it, do you develop it, do you coach it, or can you buy it? Now that McDaniels, Dante, Skarnecchia, Brady are gone, are the Patriots last in the league at all four? They don't draft it well. There's no proof they develop it brilliantly. They can't buy it well. And now they have their two top coaches gone. Well, I mean... Look, Trent Brown is good at right tackle. Isaiah Wynn is good. I mean, right tackle. Good. Isaiah Wynn, David Andrews, they're good. Their offensive line isn't bad. They went and got Hunter Henry last year at tight end. And though he's had some injury issues, he and Johnny Smith, like, those are two. They, they've spent a lot of money on tight ends. They're both really good tight ends. I don't know what I honestly like. I, I don't know if, if Colin has a source in the league that, that despises the Patriots or Colin's just trying to predict. Again, I, I just. I'm not going at Warren Buffett over his investment strategy, and I'm not going at Bill Belichick over his coaching strategy. I feel like those are Bill Belichick has forgotten more about football and coaching and developing young players and an offensive line and offense than I'll ever know. Do I think he understands the rhythm of calling plays? Probably not. Do I think they can work through it? I'm guessing they probably can. Um, but we'll see. It's a risk, but with any risk does come reward and trying things differently than others have tried it. Sometimes throws people off, but if it works, people will copy it. I love this. There's some dude who's trolling us. Uh, that's the guy at uh, Bell Bobby Bell Six, right? No, you aren't clear on the black barbershop experience because you didn't grow up black. This, we're not arguing that we grew up black. And he, being LeBron, sued because Nick was biting. Nick being Nick Saban, biting means copying. Oh, okay, dude. Um, here's the problem. That if Nick Saban was copying LeBron, then LeBron was copying... Well, I mean, look, Rob Parker has said he had a show in Detroit for years called The Barbershop. And it was in a barbershop, just like uh, just like uh, Skip Bayless did when he first came to Fox and and Jason Stewart produced. Like, th- these, this is not a new thing. So, copying something that's already been done... And claiming to be the inventor of it is biting. <laughs> Go away. Don't tweet the show. You're working your way towards being blocked. Everyone thinks you're the clown. Like, you don't understand the black barbershop experience. Like, okay. Help me out. What don't I understand? Guys talking madness. Yeah, it happens at all barbershops. It just does. Music playing, sports on, dudes arguing. Happens in bars, happens in barbershop, 
understand the experience. By the way, there's nothing about that experience as Dan Byer. Like, why is John Stewart in that barbershop? Lost. John Middlecoff gives us his take on Deshaun Watson and what happens there in Cleveland, right? If he gets to spend the whole season, do they go get Garoppolo? Plus, can Tua succeed in these circumstances? Find out next the Doug Gottlieb Show. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball. From Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.